Welcome to the Carry On Cast. This is the weekly podcast of Easter Lutheran Church where you get to hear the pastors talk about the upcoming preaching texts. And it is, as always, a joy to be with you all today. I am Pastor Eric and I am here with Pastor Megan, Pastor Kevin. Woo-hoo! And welcome to fall, everyone. Oh, oh state fair is over. Oh, I have great grief. school is starting. Yeah. It's an exciting time of year. Yeah. And uh, we are resuming our regular programming here at Easter Lutheran Church. So it's it's exciting. It's it's a great time to take a nap in my office. It's pretty <laughs> quiet around here. There's nothing yeah. happening. <laughs> no big changes or details on no, the calendar just, that need know. to be solidified. No. Yeah, that we're being sarcastic, friends. We, it's a very exciting time, actually. Yeah, it, it's duper. exciting. And yeah, I mean, I'm my first fall as the... Uh, Care pastor, yes, pastor both of you Kevin, your first, yes. fall first fall. Oh so yeah, we have a lot of awesome classes planned for people of all ages. A lot of education and and worship and fellowship opportunities. Uh, we want you to check out the website. It's there's you'll be surprised. There's, it may look different. We are doing a little tuning up on the website, so hopefully you can find more and more of the information that you need. Uh, <laughs> schedules for education opportunities, stuff for your kids, things going on in our community life. One thing I'll just point out is starting this Sunday, uh, we will be back on kind of the regular season worship schedule. So I just want you all to hear that uh, you can come to worship, uh, contemporary worship at the lake at 9 and 10.30, and then traditional worship at the hill at 9.45. So that starts this Sunday, Sunday the 10th. So I just want you to know that. um, Because if you are a lake worship, it's cool like it's nine o'clock is still nine o'clock but if you're a hill worshiper uh, if you come at the you at the summertime you will be 15 minutes late um, and I don't mind if you're late trust me I'll take you whenever you come <laughs> exactly. but you but you might want to know that it starts at 945 yes. now, starting mm-hmm. this fall and I'm picturing some people will show up with their camping chairs at the yep. nine o'clock service but we're yep. indoors yeah Pastor yep. Kevin will have his chair <laughs> go ahead and bring Camping chairs to nine o'clock worship. I sure, care. I just want you there. That's perfect. That's right. Bring your sleepy bags. Bring your sleeping bags. <laughs> <laughs> you so, might be listening to that this podcast in your sleeping bag. Oh, that's very cozy. But it's cool because we record this podcast every single week. You know, regardless of season, because we want to keep you engaged in God's word, and we think that that's such a foundational element, which is why we've created this raft of opportunities for you to be engaged in the life of Easter. This is a vibrant congregation that you're a part of. And so we spend a lot of time creating all of these pieces for you. And we're always wanting to have your feedback and to be in conversation because this is a community, right? It's not just one person making all the plans. We want you to be engaged. Here's your invitation. Lots of things on the website. So go to easter.org after the podcast. <laughs> right. Yeah, listen, listen. Although, Unless you're a multitasker. Yeah, right. If you're a multitasker, you're fine. If you're okay with hit and pause, go into the website because coming back, Yes. that too. But right. um, but don't forget, and we've been kind of mentioning uh, in worship as we've been kind of ticking through some of the things on the schedule, like pick a thing and put it on your calendar right now. Like if it's something that you need to register for, register for it. Um, but pick a thing this yes. fall and, and commit to it. Make yes. space for it on your calendar. I think that's, that's one of the few ways to make sure that you actually show up for a thing right Uh, because otherwise i I do this too right oh i'll get there oh i'll get there and then you never do like Mm -hmm. just make make the commitment everyone's busy right right life is busy that's just real so uh pick something that you feel like might be meaningful to you in the season of your life and some way that you feel like you might be able to learn and grow and uh we'd love to see you there yeah and i will say this and you can this will 
be a test to see who's listening. But um, I will say you will not be disappointed. Whatever thing you choose to participate in, you will not be disappointed. That's our kind of our goal is we want to be offering things that you know that you can trust in, that it's worth your time, and that you can invite your family, friends, and neighbors and know that it will be worth their time. So you're not like wondering, oh, should I invite them? If you are coming to something and you run into somebody or you have an opportunity, invite them to come with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and let me just tell you, this Sunday is going to be a great time to come on down. Uh, several things happening. First of all, new sermon series, which we'll talk about in a second. Uh, secondly, new worship schedule, which you now know about. Thirdly, uh, all of these incredible leaders who are helping with things like uh, JAM, which is Jesus and Me, which is like our Sunday school experience or confirmation or leading adult ministries, they're getting their kind of their leader launch training right. um, on Sunday. So as part of Sunday's worship, we're going to commission them and, and cheer them on. Um, also, this Sunday is uh, God's Work Our Hands Sunday, which is something that comes through our wider denomination. Um, and it's an opportunity to serve the congregation, serve the community, uh, be sent out from worship into all these awesome places. Check out Easter's website for more information about that. We would love for you to, to sign up for a lot of these right. opportunities just so we know who's going to go where. Um, and then you get a t-shirt. And then you get a t-shirt when you sign up, which is the what? biggest which is yeah. the biggest part. Because who doesn't love a free what? t-shirt? I know. And I know. <laughs> the word has been, if you would like a t-shirt, please do sign up ahead of time. Yeah, we have to get you signed up in order to get you a t-shirt. So get mm-hmm. yourself signed up. Um, Go to the but website. We, but we get to commission uh, people, you know, heading off for that uh, act of service, too. Yes. So there's just all this really lively, yes. really Great exciting Sunday. stuff mm-hmm. going on. Uh, and we want you there. Come on yes. down. Great Sunday to have everybody back together again after all the summer adventures. Um, and then you mentioned the new sermon series. Maybe... Um, we should say more about yeah, that let's as we that shift to, toward our text here. So there's a couple of things going on with the texts that we're going to be reading uh, for the next few months. Um, one of them is that the the series is Together for Good, and we're talking about relationships uh, between people, between people and God, uh, talking about the ways that we are called to be together. The basis for the texts that we'll be reading is the narrative lectionary. What's that, Pastor Megan? Oh, I'm so glad you asked. So um, <laughs> lectionaries are just systems of reading. They're kind of pre-prescribed, set up uh, calendars for what texts you read when. Uh, one of the more common ones is, is called the Revised Common Lectionary, like it literally is common in its name. Um, and it's a lectionary that's shared with lots of traditions, Catholic, Presbyterian, Episcopalian, Lutheran. Um, that's the one if you remember, like you read an Old Testament lesson, you read a Psalm, you read a New Testament lesson, you read a Gospel. That's the Revised Common Lectionary. That's one way to do texts. Um, Another kind of lectionary that started 15 years ago, something like that. Uh, it's called the Narrative Lectionary. Something wrong with my sound? <laughs> yeah, hey, Megan, check dates before you cite them. <clears throat> but um, it came out of uh, Luther Seminary, and a couple of professors at a Luther Seminary said, you know, the... The, the Revised Common Lectionary is great, but it kind of bounces all over the place. And sometimes that makes it hard for people to kind of get the sense of the arc of story in Scripture. So the Narrative Lectionary comes at 
the lessons you read on a Sunday from a completely different perspective. It says, what if you only read one lesson, just one lesson? And what if they go in some kind of order? So it generally starts in the book of Genesis in September, works its way through the Old Testament until you get up to about Advent. Advent, you kind of start leaning into the story of the gospel. Um, from about Epiphany through Easter, you're reading all from one gospel, just one gospel. So like you're marching your way through the book of Matthew. Um, after Easter, you move into like the book of Acts and the epistles, kind of the church from there. And then it it stops usually somewhere around the end of May. And then, then the summer lets you kind of go uh, freestyle. <laughs> it's got some some options for you um, or you can make your own series. Um, and I've, I've been preaching out of the narrative lectionary man, almost all my ministry by mm. now. Um, and Easter's been using the narrative lectionary for um, several years. Mm. I couldn't tell you exactly when we started. Mm. So our lessons mostly come out of the narrative lectionary with a few tweaks here and there. Uh, but that's the other thing that's uh, true about the narrative lectionary is that it, it gives you a lot of space to um, kind of adjust accordingly for your community. Wow. That's helpful. Well, it's like two things, right? They really stand out about that. One is that we believe that the Bible actually has a story. Amen. Mm, right? Good. And it's a compelling one about God's work. So when we say story, it's not like made up. It's more, it's a it's a commitment to saying that there's a larger narrative, there's a larger story, there's a larger, there's pieces that can connect together to help us make sense of God's work in the world. Um, and so how powerful it is to, 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 to name that, but that we share a common book too with our Jewish brothers and sisters. And that's so important because you can't understand Jesus if you don't understand he was raised Jewish. And to understand some of those foundational stories that maybe some people picked up when they were in Sunday school, but let's face it, mo many people do not pick up those stories in the same way maybe that we did 50 years ago mm -hmm. with the way that we taught the Bible or how the Bible was taught. Um, so we're always discovering new and more powerful ways to do that. The second thing about a lectionary is that to think that there's other churches who are also opening the same story on the same day, right? That's pretty powerful when you think about, you know, whether it's revised common lectionary or narrative that, my goodness, there's very few places where we find commonality other than in Christ. Right. But to know that if we're all opening the Bible on the same day on the same page, isn't that, isn't that powerful? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's really beautiful. I have uh, fellow pastors that I do text study with uh, on a weekly basis, and some of us are in the RCL and some of us are in the NL, but we kind of look at each other and go, okay, which one are you again? Okay, cool. All right, so we're working on this text and we're working on this text, and we know automatically, you know, what are some of the themes that we're pulling from? What are some of the things you're talking about? And it's lovely to be able to share that, even though, you know, we're at churches uh, across the Twin Cities. Right. Yeah. And well, frankly, across the world, really. I mean, mm -hmm. people are yeah, using really. these resources everywhere. Mm -hmm. We're and and also overarching all of it is following the Christian calendar, mm -hmm. and it's an, this is an annual cycle that that we all follow across the world too. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, but actually, well, we talk about starting off in Genesis. Yeah. Let's let's hear our reading for this week. We're going to hear from Genesis two. Hey, that's me. Hey, that's yeah. you. <laughs> you know, the beautiful thing about Genesis, right, is that it's the beginning of the book. So mm -hmm. there it is. At the very beginning of your Bible. Easy to find. Turn to, the, <laughs> turn to the first page. Get past the index and then. <laughs> what always strikes me, at least when we get to this specific text that Pastor Eric's going to preach on this weekend for us, is that in English, right, because we know that this wasn't written in English, there's actually like a little breakup between the two stories. And it says another account of creation. 
I'm going to leave that one for Pastor Megan to unpack. But I just want to be able to start reading there. So this is after in another another account of their creation. In the day that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens, when no plant of the field was yet in the earth, no herb of the field had yet sprung up, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was no one to till the ground. But a stream would rise from the earth and water the whole face of the ground. Then the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground and breathed into his nostrils the breath of life. And the man became a living being. And the Lord God planted a garden in Eden in the east. And there he put the man whom he had formed. Now we're going to pause and we jump up here basically to verse 18. And this is where we're going to pick up. So now we're jumping up to verse 18. It doesn't mean the other part doesn't exist. It's all good stuff. (laughs) We're just editing down. Then the Lord God said, It is not good that the man should be alone. I will make him a helper as his partner. So out of the ground, the Lord God formed every animal of the field and every bird of the air and brought them to the man to see what he would call them. And whatever the man called every living creature, that was its name. The man gave names to all cattle and to the birds of the air and to every animal of the field. But for the man, there was not found a helper as his partner. So the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon the man and he slept. Then he took one of his ribs and closed up its place with flesh. And the rib that the Lord God had taken from the man, he made into a woman and brought her to the man. Then the man said, This is at last bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh, and this one shall be called woman, for out of the man this one was taken. Therefore a man leaves his father and his mother and clings to his wife, and they become one flesh. And the man and his wife were both naked and were not ashamed. Thank you. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Do you want me to get really nerdy about the Hebrew here? We were hoping you would. Oh my gosh. (laughs) So one of the things that I really want you to hear when you hear this story is that up until uh, God makes Adam sleep and takes a chunk out of his side, um, the man is Adam. Man is referred to as Adam. Mm. Um, And that is a word that we would generally uh, translate elsewhere as uh, humankind, a human. It is a a human being, right? Um, Hebrew has a, a lot of gender to its language like if you took spanish or something you'll remember mm-hmm. that there are, there's feminine and there's masculine um hebrew's got a lot of that going on too so here it continues to refer to adam as um you know ha adam the the adam the human uh, it's a little more on the masculine side but it doesn't really mean that to be mm-hmm. a man the best part about it is when you go back to the beginning um you know, starting in verse 4b, uh, when the Lord God, starting in verse 7, the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground. It forms ha-adam from the adama. So it creates the, the human being mm-hmm. from from the dirt of creation. Yeah. So makes a thing out of stuff. <laughs> That's what God is doing. And I love this image of like God is creating like in all these layers and levels, right? Like, so God's created the earth created the dirt of the world and goes, oh, hey, you know what we need? We need someone to work this earth, to care for this earth. I'm going to make an Adam, and this Adam is going to do the thing. Um, and then God looks around and says, oh, there should be more things, right? So out of the ground, out of the, the Adamah, 
the Lord God forms all the animals now. So I've already got one of these Adams, right? I've already got mm -hmm. me an Adam. So I'm going to make some other things mm -hmm. now, all these other animals, all out of the Adama, all out of the, out of the dirt. Mm -hmm. And then God looks around and goes, well, shoot, none of this is quite right. I mean, it's great, but I need something for the Adam, mm -hmm. right? I need a thing. So when we create a, a, a woman, now is when we get the break, when we get the ends of the spectrum. Um, now we switch our language. We're no longer talking about the Adam. We're talking about the Ish and the Isha. Mm -hmm. So now the language completely changes. Mm -hmm. So here Adam comes from Adama, and now we have the Isha, which has come from the Ish. It's this like mm -hmm. progression of things, right? Yeah. One thing coming mm -hmm. from the other. So I know historically, like this text has been used to say, oh, well, women are inferior, obviously, because they have, they've been created secondarily, right? They've only been created as a, as a helper, as a partner. I'll flip that script. Like everything else came up made out of mud, except sure. for the ladies. Yeah. We were created out of like the most, the, the yeah. perfect thing that God <laughs> made. Now we're like perfection pulled right. from perfection. So I meet your misogyny <laughs> and I raise you Hebrew. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So no, it's 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 a depth to the text. The text never meant to say that there's a um, there's any kind of gender superiority here. Right. It's not at all what's at stake here in the text. What's at stake here in the text is God has created, God has made creation that is meant to flourish and promote life, mm -hmm. and God has created humanity to care for each other as well of as well as for all of the other living beings mm -hmm. around us. It is much more about um, partnership and and taking care of things and stewardship than it is about you know hierarchical power structures mm -hmm. um, so it just kind of makes me sad that this really cool text just like full of this flourishing of partnership gets used to say oh yeah but these people are better than these people right oh, we have missed the point yeah no i and that's when you're saying that i i think about the verse 23 where this is something that i think of often mm. at last bone of my bones flesh of my flesh that just sounds like like from the depths of of the first person's yeah. soul like here's a partner for me that partner yeah yeah like made for someone like me yes and yeah. meant to be together meant to work this thing together mm -hmm. meant to do this whole life deal literally side by side i mean the word mm -hmm. that we translate here is rib like i think this is the only place we translate that word as rib oh really um it's, Interesting. it's every place else it's just side okay so it's like this sense of like taken from the side like lit like physically side by side these two oh, creatures yeah. have been made right like yeah. they are meant to be right next to each yep. other um because it's not good to be alone it's not good to be alone mm -hmm. you are made for a relationship you need partnership and you know your dog is great but you need other people like god didn't stop with dogs god kept mm -hmm. going <laughs> is that why this series is called better together well it's together <laughs> for good but yeah we've used that phrase a lot at easter better together because um it's true because we really believe it and i I look at all the work we do here and I look at all the teaching and learning and serving and caring and worshiping. And it is, man, it is meant for community, right? Like this is who we are. And I don't, I, correct me if I'm wrong, but I feel like there are fewer and fewer places in our lives where we intentionally come together um, just to be community, 
you know, mm-hmm. just to be together. And church is one of those places. And it's interesting because <clears throat> what strikes me about Genesis 2 is that, as I kind of started here, it says, and another account of the creation, mm-hmm. right? So you're saying, Pastor Megan, that there mm-hmm. are two, mm-hmm. two creation accounts in the Bible. Yeah, I'm real sorry to blow your mind, but yes. But this, but it's interesting because the second one really is talking about this together for good yeah. idea. Yeah. Because the first one is, remember, it's like day one. On this day. On this day. This, on the first day. The on the second day. It's all about all orderliness, all about progression, mm-hmm. all about right. a systematization of all that mm-hmm. is. Yep. But in this one, we're seeing much more relational stuff. Relational stuff, not just for the people, but also for God, right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, why does God doesn't need to go digging in the dirt and making creation? Like, God chooses it. God chooses right. to create. God chooses relationship. Right. Um, so that's that was that was always God's intent for us, mm-hmm. both with each other and and with God. And uh, he he used what he had already created to create, as you were saying, all the creatures. Yeah. You know, humans. We we've been saying a lot lately. You know, humans are how do you say it? Wonderful. You yes. know, we, we are special. Yes. yes. But we're created of the same substance as all the creatures. Mm-hmm. And that's an interesting point um, that God chose for creation too. Yeah, there's definitely a, a level of equality there right we are to care for each other as we care for ourselves we are to care for all of creation as we care for ourselves we are to love all of these things that are created as god loves us there's your mission there's your call friends go out and and do likewise that's great (laughs) that'll preach yeah well yeah i'm preaching aren't i so thanks everyone (laughs) yeah okay yeah, well, I guess in that case, let's yeah, let's uh, close. Her up. <laughs> let's close <laughs> Thanks for listening again, everyone. I uh, hope that gives you some good things to think about this week. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is again the Carry On Cast, the podcast of Easter Lutheran Church, where our mission is to grow in faith and carry, carry on. on the work of Jesus Christ. Thanks, everyone. <laughs>